What do politics have to do with Jesus's crucifixion? My name is Nate Carter, and welcome to today's Cornerstone Connection. Well, it turns out politics have a lot to do with Jesus's crucifixion. Let's dig in together to Luke 23, and I won't read the whole chapter, but you should to get the kind of the ins and outs of what are happening here. In Luke chapter 23, it says, beginning with verse 1, the entire council took Jesus to Pilate, the Roman governor. They began to state their case. This man has been leading our people astray by telling them not to pay their taxes to the Roman government, which is a lie, and by claiming he is the Messiah, a king. Now, the people are bringing Jesus to Pilate, who's the, the ruler of uh, the Judean uh, region. And Pilate has a kind of a, a rough relationship with the Jews. Uh, he doesn't like the Jews. Pilate, it seems, uh, is a bit sadistic and likes to kind of mess with them. He, he took money from the, the temple treasury. Uh, he did some other things that really bothered the, the Jewish people. Uh, and so, so Pilate is not a favorite of the Jews either. So um, the interesting thing, though, is that the Jews are not without their power. And uh, if they get, you know, their feathers ruffled enough, they can appeal uh, to the higher government in the land uh, and potentially have Pilate ousted from power. And so Pilate's walking this, this careful line because he knows, that, uh, he, he knows that Jesus is innocent, but at the same time, uh, he, can't, uh, he can't upset the Jews too much or else they could potentially uh, pull him out of power. Well, Pilate finds a loophole. He finds out that Jesus is from Galilee, and so uh, this is in verse 6, and so Pilate sends him to Herod, and then Herod uh, kind of just plays with Jesus a little bit. He wants to see just Jesus perform a miracle, and so he, he kind of spends a little time with him, and honestly, it looks like Herod just kind of gets bored with Jesus and says, you know what, I don't want to deal with this. It sends Jesus back to Pilate, and then Pilate has to come to a decision. Do I allow an innocent man to die uh, and con condemn him to death and have that on my conscience? Um, but potentially, uh, then I've got to deal with that on my conscience. Or do I um, release him and upset the Jews and potentially lose my grip on power? So it comes down to politics. And I think what's interesting here is that political, political environments had an impact just as much 2,000 years ago as they do today. I can imagine the people that loved Jesus and were following Jesus and were, were perhaps privy to what Pilate was doing were crying out and going, no, you can't sentence him to death. He's innocent. How could you possibly allow this to happen? As we know at the end of the chapter, Pilate does eventually condemn him to death. And so th they're going, no, this is, this is unjust. You can't possibly do this. Um, but yet it happens, and Jesus is condemned to die. And um, what, what I find kind of secretly encouraging is that, you know, Jesus had to die. And just even though the people that were Jesus's followers felt like this terrible injustice was happening, this, um, this, this perfect man was going to die, and he shouldn't. Yet, that's exactly what needed to happen in order for sins to be forgiven, in, in order for salvation to enter into the lives of anyone who trusts in Jesus. He had to take our sins to the cross. He had to die in order that he could be raised again. And so politics, where we, where we see kind of a hopeless situation, uh, in fact, God was working in the midst of the situation. 
It turns out that even though Pilate was trying to hold on to his power and therefore made uh, really an unjust uh, judgment, yet there's a higher power that was ruling over the entire thing all along. Uh, the, the king of the universe was presiding over the events of those days and allowing Jesus to go to the cross because he was going to bring his good out of the situation. If you're like me, and maybe you're a little bit disgruntled with the politics of our modern age, uh, be, be encouraged because there is a higher power that oversees all of that, that transcends anything that goes on in our modern political world. And he's working his good in the midst of it. If God can bring good out of an innocent man being condemned to die, then he can bring good out of the situation that we find ourselves in uh, in, our, in our modern age. So be encouraged. Uh, our political system is, is at work. It's, it's running, you know, it's, it's doing what it does. Uh, but God is still in control. Uh, as a good friend of mine says, God has not fallen off his throne. So be encouraged today. We have a greater power that's leading us through it, and he's bringing his good in all situations. God bless you. We'll see you next time on the Cornerstone Connection.